0: we mm-hmm.
1: everyone and welcome to Race Time Radio, all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks as well, live on racetimeradio.com. And hello to everybody out there tuned in on our Facebook page. I believe we have absolutely everything up and running again tonight here in the studio. Uh, sure want to thank you for tuning in. We finally... Have Junior back in the studio. What's going on there, Jun Bug? I'm back. Oh, you're back. I'm back like i heard of turtles. Yes, you are. You had a busy weekend.
2: <laughs> Man, I've had a busy month. Yeah. yeah I have not stopped. Uh, it's uh she's she's been uh she's been full bore. Well it's, good it's, good to hear you got a voice back. Yeah, I got a voice back. Uh she's about ninety percent there. Yeah. So uh yeah, no, it's been uh it's been a whirlwind. Yeah. The month of July was uh, a blink, and I missed it. Yeah, it was uh, it was 100% gone. And uh, you know we're we're rolling into uh, the middle of August here, and uh, and you know it's not uh, it's definitely not slowing down anytime soon. So well, it's, it's
1: been good. We're halfway through August now. I know. I can't believe my eyes, but uh, that is where we are right now. Let me tell you who we got on the show tonight. What what a stellar lineup I might add. Uh, we're gonna start. Start our night out in eastern Canada, right out, uh, out in the Maritimes. They had the Summer Clash at Scotia Speed World. Of course, it's the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour. Big, big event for these guys. $85,000 on the line. And you would have thought it was $85,000 to win. Uh, but tonight, we will have the winner of... The Summer Clash on the show. uh, Ashton Tucker went to Victory Lane out there. Uh, We'll get into all of it with Ashton and uh, we'll talk a bit about it. But man, oh man, what an event out there at Scotia Speed World. Uh, One that Junior was at last night was the APC race over at Sunset Speedway. A big event over there. J.R. Fitzpatrick goes to Victory Lane for his fourth win of 2022 so uh jr gonna stop by the show we'll also catch up with glenn stires of course he's getting ready to go he's been running the nascar penny series all year and he's been doing that in a zero car uh he struggled to say the least at most of the tracks he did have a couple of good runs some decent respectable races uh but of course you gotta know glenn stires chomping at the bit to get into the race that's coming up tuesday night the NASCAR pinnys here is going to make their debut on dirt. I've called it the duel on the dirt. But Glenn Stires is going to be in that zero car come Tuesday night. And uh, we're going to catch up with him tonight and talk about how set he is and ready to go on the dirt. Uh, we've got Glenn coming up. Also going to talk to the general manager of Us Weekend Speedway. We have Clinton Jeffrey going to join the show. We'll talk to him about the event side of it. Got lots to tell you about there. Monday night, Tuesday night, two huge nights coming down at Us Weekend. We'll catch up with Clinton Jeffrey with regards to the uh, actual facility and what we can look forward to there. In hour number two, we're going to hear from Cameron Haley. The RS1 Cup Series going to go green at Penticton Speedway. They're gonna do that. Uh, let me see you next Saturday night. And as a matter of fact, Jerry Paxton and I are gonna be back out on Canada's west coast, calling the action at Penticton Speedway. Really looking forward to that. Cameron Haley gonna be back behind the wheel of the forty-two car, and we're gonna catch up with him tonight, as well as Trevor Siebert. We'll catch up with the boss, and we'll find out what's happening uh, out there with uh, with Trevor and. Sort of set the stage for the RS1 Cup Series uh, as we uh, get a little closer to the end of the show. But what do you say we start off on Canada's East Coast? We got the driver, the number two that went to Victory Lane in the summer clash. His name is Ashton Tucker. He is actually from New Brunswick. He joins us now on the hotline. What's going on tonight there, Ashton? How'd it go, buddy? Hello, Ashton. Ashton, are you there? It does
2: sound like we have Ashton Tucker.
1: No, it sounds like we got a bunch of dead air. we got a little bit bunch of dead air. A bunch of dead air. Well, we'll check into that, and we'll uh, hopefully get Ashton Tucker back on the hotline. I know Sue will be uh, dialing him back there. I don't know what was going on, but... Uh, Definitely, Ashton Tucker couldn't hear from us tonight, <laughs> Junior. Uh, I know you missed it. You would have been busy, tied up at the ABC. I actually watched race. the
2: finish today. Oh, did you? Yeah, I watched the uh, the crazy finish today with Butcher and and uh, Chisholm and and as well with uh, with with Ashton. Man, what a wild finish that was! But uh, I definitely did not watch the whole thing. By yeah. all accounts, it sounds like it was a. It was a wild one. No, I guess you could say. Uh, you wanna believe it. Here
1: we go. We got Ashton Tucker now on the hotline. What's going on there, Ashton? How you doing? Oh good, Not too bad at all. Congratulations, you are the summer clash two fifty winner uh, at Scotia World. That was quite a uh, quite a race yesterday. Uh, I can't
3: really hear you. there's
1: still music going on. Some music. Okay. Well how about we do that? Now oh, there
3: we go, yeah. There, there you
1: goes. go. <laughs> That's my fault there. I should have had that one dropped off. But uh, hey, quite a race for you yesterday at Scotia Speed World. You are victorious. How about that?
3: You yeah, know, we can't complain about that. That's a big crown jewel race here in the Nova Scotia there, one of the 250s. And it was nice to check that off our list. It was a definitely eventful and long race.
1: It is, and you know the 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 tour tried something different. And whenever you try something different, uh, you can have mixed results. Uh, it Looks like it worked out good for the two car, uh, but there was a lot of guys that were running out of gas, and uh, you know, in the closing laps. Now there was, I don't know, just shy of a billion cautions uh, in the second half of that race. Um, but it, but with the format that they did. Uh, they tried to put some competition yellows in and uh, give the teams a chance to operate as opposed to the traditional halfway uh, yellow that we all are used to uh, things. They tried to change it up a bit. Obviously, it worked out good for you guys, or did it?
3: You know, definitely, it obviously worked out good for us, and it definitely throws a lot of strategy into it. But, you know, whenever you try something new, it's always going to take a while to figure it out, and, feel like there's a few things to work out with that compared to the halfway break, but we timed our fuel stop right and our tire stop right, and I'll end up working out from the end there.
1: How much fuel did you have left in that number two car at the end, or do you know?
3: I'm not real sure. We'll find out when we fill it up, I guess, but I feel like we we're pretty close to getting down on the hill. We topped off about lap 85, and still we didn't put any more in when we came for tires, and we managed to make it to land in. A lot of people on out once or twice, so I'm I
2: say we probably don't have a whole lot left. With the the entire format, uh, forgive me, I, I was not watching, I was not tuned in. But the the entire format, uh, you know, I, I everybody scrolls through social media and they see, uh, you know, people that are naysayers and people that are saying that that this wasn't right or that wasn't right or this was right. Um, talk a little bit about the format, so you could take. Uh, fuel and tires at whatever point of the race that you wanted within those competition yellows is that correct
3: yeah you could whenever you want to take fuel and tires there was like a four lap like little section there each caution they give you to get in and get your tires or fuel or whatever come back out and get back up in line but just anything you try new it's going to take a while and get the drivers and teams and the tour all on the same page there and it'll get better but it's Learning her for sure, but it was definitely
2: interesting. So Those some strategy and the race. I that's that's one thing. You know, looking back on the final uh, great, great Canadian race at uh, at at Jucasa Speedway, right? That's how it was, right? Uh, you could uh, you could come down and get your tires. Um, you know, you basically had a four four lap gap. It's the same type of deal. The only difference is Jucasa is a heck of a lot bigger than yeah. the Speedworld. world Yeah, yeah. You Those laps took off very quick. Um, at Scotia Speed World. So I imagine scoring was a little bit of a nightmare. Um, And any time that I've ever been a part of a short track race where scoring is a nightmare, that usually translates to all the drivers being hot under the collar because that guy's yeah. not supposed to be in front of me yeah. or or I'm supposed to be in that spot. I'm supposed to be starting on the inside here or I'm supposed to be starting on the outside. You know, it it always starts uh, and, and always creates havoc. It seems like any time that there's a scoring glitch, um, you can count on some wrecked race cars because there's some guys that are going to be real pissed. <laughs> but uh, uh, Ashton, uh, the, the the actual strategy calls that you can make uh, and, and you know, the thought that goes into it pre-race and then as well as everything unfolds, um, it creates a lot of comers and goers within the race because you can have guys with 30, 80, you know, 60 lap older tires uh, starting in front of you um, when you've got new shoes on and uh you've got a lot of opportunity to make some ground and and it creates a lot of uh a lot of headaches for for the drivers that are behind the wheel uh, but it also creates opportunity as well um are you a big fan of the event obviously you you got to hold the trophy and cash the big check but are you a fan of the way that everything played out
3: you know i'm a fan of it it's it's definitely interesting the halfway break there like a lot, a lot of people like them i think but it's just not as much strategy in it. You pit it halfway, usually, and top off with gas and tires and go to the second half. But strategy, like, some people pit early to get the track position for the end of the race, and some people take the tires late and try to get it at the end. But it's definitely interesting. You never know who got tires or who's on what. And there's always a different bunch of people up front of us. That
2: made it interesting, I thought. I tell you, with NASCAR Pinty Series, the best races that I can recall were all live pit stop races. Yeah, yeah, The yeah. best ones. You know, the 300-lap the races, um, you know, I think back to Barry Speedway, some of the strategy calls he's seen made. Um, you know, you think back to, like, Motoplex, and and yeah. you think back to uh, some of the Saskatoon races uh, where tire strategy came in. The way that I look at a halfway break race you may as well shorten that race and save everybody a bunch of money, because really the first half of well, the race everybody rides around. Yeah, but there is, and, and if you don't ride around, you're a meathead. Yeah. <laughs> so like if you if like seriously if the in the first one fifty if you put yourself in a stupid position and wreck and or, or wreck somebody else's day. You're. It, it was a complete waste yeah. because you know that the yellow's coming. You know that you're going to get four new shoes. You know. You know that you can't come in and make fundamental changes to your race car. You can't come in and change four springs. You know. You can't. You can't make a it, fundamental change to your car. It costs money to have live pit stops. Hundred percent. It does. To keep the money. Out that's of why the, I love this. That's why I love this strategy that these yeah. guys have, uh, because it's not live pit stops. Right. It gives you the opportunity. It's just the refining process. I'm standing up for for the, the way that this race was structured because yep. I think that, that the way that this race is structured um, is, is, is the way that short track race and long distance races should be run – uh, across the board, and, and oh. I think that anybody, anybody who likes a halfway break is just somebody who likes to sit in a car for an extra 150 laps. Ah. That's just the way that I see well, it. there
1: you go. And that's, uh, you know, it did add a whole element, Ashton, and you can back me up on this. It did add a whole element of stuff that, uh, you know, really, no one knew the playbook on that one.
3: You know, it definitely was a crazy race for sure, but like, me personally, I don't care for the halfway race, because like you said, it's like 225 lap races. You go, stop at halfway, and go again for another 125, but the live pit stops, like, they're nice. You can stop, get your tires, and you don't have to wait 10 minutes to, to take a break, but it'd be nice, like, they tried a bunch of new things yesterday, which was great. Good to see them changing stuff up, but they're gonna, I think they have a few little things to change and tweak, but I think it would be a pretty good format, just uh, just need to get it working
1: right. Well, it's going to be cool. Fans across Canada are going to be able to see this all on Rev TV. It is going to come up. Uh, Tim Terry and Dylan, uh, Tim's Corner, did a great job with it. Uh, it's uh, going to be an abbreviated version, I do believe, that you'll see on Rev TV. But trust me, when it comes up on Rev TV, you're going to want to watch it. Uh, there was a lot to learn in it. Uh, drivers like the 53 of Cole Butcher, I know he had trouble at the end, ran out of gas with just a couple of to go. Um, and, and it really, really frustrated him. But when I look at the race itself, Cole was up front. The 67 was up there, too, of Ashton Tucker up there. Uh, there was a lot of bids for the lead. Uh, and the 53 got tied up on one. Put it all the way to the back had to go in and out of the pits a couple of times got it all sorted out worked his way right back up to the front and uh was really in good shape to win this one Ashton could you have caught him with a couple to go or do you think you'd have to settle for where you were
3: I'm not sure we were running pretty good there I think it was it was roughly around 20 ago we're in third behind Blankhorn and Cole but then Blankhorn ran out of fuel and tried to roll up to the bottom, and it's so when you're right on the bumper, it's so hard to realize and get around them that quick. And I ended up clipping his right rear and sending him around, and we got sent to the back with 20 to go and had to restart. I think it was 13. So, but with some timely cautions and it worked out for us, we managed to get back to the front. But we, I felt like we were like a better long run car last night. We needed a lot of laps, not a lot, but I felt like we were better than a lot of people on long run. So. I would, have been, I would have liked to get out front and try to chase Cole down see if we had him. Well, I think yeah. he was probably the
1: fastest car there, but we might have had something for him. Oh, I bet you would have. I forgot that fact that you got sent to the back after making uh, incidental contact. I know you didn't mean it. The 67 ran out of gas and you're only inches from him. You're going to hit him, uh, but the rule is no fault. Back you go. Uh, so I get it, and I know you understood it, too. So, uh, But good on you for winning the race. What's that do to you now for the points championship? Are you right up there?
3: No, we're actually not running for the points. We we only ran probably about five of the races so far, and I think they had nine. So we're just going to the bigger ones and just trying to collect wins this year, not not points racing.
1: I got gotcha. you.
3: the big wins.
1: So are you heading to Petty? I think that's the next stop on the tour.
3: Yeah, that's the next one we're planning to go to. Head to Petty in two weeks time and uh hopefully head to the 250 and in Fredericton the week after that to see how Petty goes now though.
2: There's a tremendous amount of excitement for the 250. Oh yeah. There's obviously the 250 in in uh in New Brunswick has always been you know, yeah. it's been a, a a big show. Um but there's a lot of excitement built around that uh that two fifty, and and uh, I know that the uh, the owners over there are doing some great things. Um, yes, they are. They're, um, if it's not this year, I think next year um, you're going to see a pilgrimage of Ontario guys um, make Head the trip out t- there. T- yep. Yeah, the you know the conversations that I've that I've heard you know leading up to this point, there was a couple guys that were ready to go. I know Dwayne Baker. He went out to the IWK this year. Yep, um, and you know, uh, had he not lost a race car at, F- at Flamborough, yeah, I think he would have been at the six sixty race as well. Mm. Um, I think that they were positioning themselves to do that. Um, you know, there's there's a couple more names as well. Josh Stoddy, if he wasn't in the points at Sunset Speedway. That 17 car be in the hauler yeah. and and ready to go well, to Fredericton they're, they're already. Big
1: money races, right? absolutely. They are. So, so there's big dollar races, yeah, and and
2: I know uh, you know a couple more names uh, you know that that we've had conversations with. I think that uh, next year that 660 race is going to be uh, uh, a, a wild one from from the traveling standpoint. Not only the the maritime guys, but uh, as well some some Ontario. Uh, um, Uh, names as well. Well,
1: congratulations, Ashton, on the big win of the 250. Uh, You did a great job, man, and congratulations. And, oh, we'll keep your seats shined up here at race time. Uh, The next time you get a victory, bud, we're going to be right on you to get you back on this show.
3: Yeah, perfect Thanks. Hopefully, maybe we'll be talking to you after Betty in a few weeks' time. Ah, uh...
1: That would be cool. Want to hit those sponsors you got on the race car, bud? Yeah, White
3: Lightning Auto Center, their main sponsor, their big help. JTR, Mobile Services, uh, Fern Rob, Big Cam, Ray's Trailer Sports Center, Yamaha, Lefties, Empire Limousines, Baisley's Construction. Uh, Don't really got a list right in front of me, but just trying to remember them off the top of my head. But all our sponsors are great in the crew. Like yesterday, it wouldn't have been possible without their hard work.
1: Absolutely. Well said, Ashton. You have a good night, and thanks so much for your time on Race Time Radio, buddy.
3: All right, yeah,
1: thank you. You betcha. Ashton Tucker, driver the number two for Brad Silica Motorsports out there, did an amazing job. You can catch that race uh, on Rev TV, Rev TV Canada. If you haven't got it yet, you've got to get it. Uh, you can also get to timscorner.ca and uh, be a member there, and you get all of uh, – you get the 250, the IWK 250, all of them. You get everything. Uh, so check it out. We're going to hit a quick break. When we come back, JR Fitzpatrick. 4 time winner. He did it last night at Sunset Speedway. you can going to join us right here on Race Time Radio when we get back.
4: From coast to coast, coast, to coast you're listening to Canada, to Canada Talks.
1: Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parks, order today, race tomorrow. Also by DP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers, get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. And by Mr.
5: Transmission. Hey, Mr. Transmission.
1: it's time to get back to the racetracks for over 30 years Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. there's no need for kindling or paper just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit add your wood and presto you're a pro Quickwick Firestarters, no harmful chemicals and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quickwick Firestarters, the world's best fire starter. Join us live from Penticton Speedway, Saturday, August 20th at 7 p.m. Pacific. It's Twin 100s for the RS1 Cup Series, all presented by Avion Motorsports. With drivers like the 09 of Riley Siebert, the 24 Sean McIntosh, the 42 car Cameron Haley. It's the last chance on the Oval for teams to pocket Super Seal Championship points. For tickets and info, get to PantictonSpeedway.com or join us live Saturday, August 20th at 7 p.m. Worldwide on RacetimeRadio.com.
4: Race Time Radio to go. Streaming live or on demand at racetimeradio.com.
6: Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, You can count on Napa know-how.
1: Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Enneganish, Nova Scotia. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Celebrating 60 years at CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. It's one of the most anticipated races of the year, and Race Time Radio will be live before they go green. It's the NASCAR Pinty Series on dirt for the first time at Weekend Speedway. We'll get you the latest from the big O, comments from drivers, before the duel in the dirt. It's all live Tuesday, August 16th, from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern, only on Sirius XM Channel 167.
4: Taking you all the way to the track and back. It's Race Time Radio. Sirius XM 167. Now, here's Joe. And
1: welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight. Up next, and actually right now, let's get back to the hotline and welcome in a four-time winner in 2022 and that apc series it is the 84 at jr fitzpatrick he did it again last night under those beautiful lights at sunset speedway he's on the hotline what's going on there kid how you doing
7: doing good how are you
1: doing fantastic man you guys did it again and you did it in convincing style last night jr nice race
7: yeah i mean uh it definitely didn't look too too sharp in practice but we uh we just kept plugging away and working hard and uh and believe it or not, we turned a, uh, an okay car into a fantastic car. I mean, that car just was a real pleasure to drive as it's been all year. And, and like I said, I'm just a lucky guy
8: to get gets to hold the wheel.
1: <laughs> I guess so. We got to put it out to Ricky Walt, the 31 car. He had the lead for a lot of that race. You got to know Ricky was running in there injured. Uh, had a knee job done and wouldn't give up the seat, had to get in there and race. I said to Junior, uh, uh, when we were at break there, I said, did Rick push the gas pedal with a stick or something? Uh, It was incredible to know that he had a knee job done and went out there and raced the car. Uh, JR, you were behind him for a while there. Uh, What was it like? What did he look like?
7: Well, you know, a lot of people don't know Rick, he's a pretty tough guy. So I I really think once he got in the car uh in his leg position probably where he wanted it it would have been not saying easy it just would have been a little more comfortable moving just his ankle than it probably would have been trying to move his whole leg so you know definitely props to him for doing it um i did hear he was hurting quite a bit after the race and, and i i can't see how he wouldn't be so he's probably pretty sore today but man like uh he's just a sunset master i mean he he really is uh him Dwayne Baker and Taylor Holdaway and those kind of cats just just know how to get around that place right the old school sunset guys and uh you always try and pick up little things when you're behind those kind of guys but honestly man I gotta do gotta thank Dwayne Baker and Taylor because they uh they took the time last year to show me how to get around that place and and ever since then I enjoy going there I was lost forever just and all it was is uh just my line once Baker told me to shut up and listen and took me around the golf cart it was It's just night
1: and day difference. Well, and it did make a difference because you and that 84 car last night were uh, in stellar shape. I know Teddy and the whole crew uh, got that 84 right the way you like it, obviously, because you were flying. What a beautiful racetrack. I got to say, Sunset Speedway, I was watching, of course, on G-Force. The guys did another amazing job. But, man, does that track look good on camera. Uh, It was lit up beautiful. It's got to be nice to run on a track like that.
7: Yeah, you know, we 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 go to some pretty nice tracks, but Sunset's definitely a nice, racy track. You know, there's a high groove and a bomb groove. Everybody enjoys going there, and and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, in the near future, if I was to ever look at doing some local stuff, that's definitely a place where I'd want to go, just because uh, the race in there is always
1: phenomenal. So, have you got back to Flamborough Speedway at all, Jr. In the interim? I know you guys have been busy on the tour, uh, but uh, the the odd time you guys are off, like. Case in point, next weekend, do you head back to Flamborough Speedway and get into your car? Or do you just sort of say, hey, I'm probably at the top of the mountain right now in APC. Don't want to really get uh, blowing off the top here. What's the thoughts?
7: Yeah, no, I, I've only done a few at Flamborough. I was going to do the Triple Crown before they canceled it and Chris House's car again. And and uh, I, I believe they're going to reschedule that event for the end of the year. And I'll probably just end up taking the car I have now for that. But I believe Chris is gone anyway for the last event, so I haven't done any local shows. Just I decided this year just to kind of put all my eggs in one basket and take a serious run at it and stay focused. And uh, that's what you got to do, man. Everybody's so close. I mean, the top twenty in qualifying was just after two tenths of a second apart. You know, it was, there was a driver after qualifying yesterday, all pissy and pouty that he qualified so far back. It's like, man, grab a stopwatch and do like a tenth, like. That's all you missed it by, so yeah, it's uh, it's tough. And you know, we're all scratching our heads for two tenths. Like in practice, I was frustrated, but I was only two tenths off, right? And and so it's you definitely got to focus. You definitely got to keep uh, your priority set if you want to if you want to keep going for wins and stuff on this tour because it's, it's it's a tough deal right now. Yeah, and the,
1: the car at the beginning, Joe, isn't the same <laughs> as the car at lap eighty-five
2: or ninety, right? It's not, but but you know when you look at uh, like last night, we didn't lap a car until lap forty three, I think, nah. and it was a, it was a long green flag run, um, but you didn't get into lap traffic until like late into the run, um, and really lap traffic didn't come into play at all until the end, um, and and really there was only a handful of cars that that were presented in front of you, right, Jr. Like it was, I mean, every the race pace. Front to back uh, was incredible, and uh, it, was, it was 100% wild. I think, I think that was the most competitive race that we've had all year. Obviously, you had a, a good lead uh, at the end, um, and, and the top four cars had broken away uh, from the rest of the field, but race pace-wise and speed-wise, um, towards the end of that race, you guys were clicking off just about qualifying times.
7: Yeah, and, and I just you, you know, how hard the teams are working and, and, and trying to get these cars to work. I mean, you know, like, yeah, some of these tracks we're not laying down laps and qualifying to break track records because the rule book's a lot cleaner than what it used to be back when those records were broke. But our race pace certainly is higher – or, sorry, I'm sorry, faster than it was years ago. So that just gives credit to everybody working on these cars because uh, – Yeah, I mean, like I said, in qualifying alone, it was two-tenths, and I guarantee the race pace was even closer because it was just great racing. I just finished watching the race, actually, and uh, it looked like great racing everywhere.
2: JR, if we didn't talk about bench racing and we didn't talk about, you know, uh, what what could be done, uh, then it would be a boring show. So I know that we don't need to fix anything on the competition side of APC Racing, but I want your opinion on this. And we had a conversation in the hauler yesterday, and there was a couple guys standing around. Do you think that the racing would be better or worse in the APC series if they went to a tire that had degradation and grip on the beginning?
7: Well, I think think, uh, if they went to a softer tire, it would be more interesting because uh, it takes more of a thought process to get your car working, obviously. And, And in this tire here... It's still a hard tire. The sidewall is really hard. So, believe it or not, like, the grip level is pretty good, but the tires are so hard that sometimes we don't get the grip all the time. But if they went to a, a softer compound tire, uh, it would make things way more interesting, I think, because uh, everybody would be slipping and sliding a bunch.
1: It would fix the cars for about 25 laps, right? And then after that, if you were if you missed the setup, you'd miss it by a mile.
7: Yeah, and even if they made races longer with no more tires, like just four tires, like 150 laps, I do think even that would change the game dramatically just for how people save, how people go. and Because and, uh, for me, I've always been a longer-distance racer, and, and that's how I enjoy doing it. Um, I just think you would really see things shift around a little bit
8: if that was the case.
1: Oddly enough, I put a post out yesterday, I believe it was last night, and I said, isn't it time maybe, a natural progression for the APC Series, to maybe start doing longer races, the 150s, the 200s, and maybe even a 250. And I know there was one uh, a Facebook follower, or pardon me, a Twitter follower, that chimed in and said, well, Cayuga was a 200, and it was cool. He's right, it was but I know we haven't seen any long distance races at ABC other than that.
7: Yeah, I think, I think just now, like th- uh, last year, a little bit this year. Now, certainly we as a tour collectively have shown that we can, we can race good now all together. Like there's been a few incidents, obviously, but that happens. But you know, if it was three years ago, I said, you're you yeah. not, it, it would take way too long, but I feel like the racing is getting really good in the tour. It's, the most part it's clean you get obviously some bumps and bangs here and then but that's just racing but the tour has really climbed up competition wise uh show product um i do think it's probably time to start looking at 150 laps for sure
1: I agree wholeheartedly on the competition side and, uh, you know, incidental contact. That's what we've seen so far this year. And usually by this time of the year, if we look back on the history books with APC, there was a couple of guys anyway that would be out of it just because their cars were junk. Uh, They they would have got wrecked out, but uh, not so. So far this year, touch wood. uh, Hopefully everything stays that way. But all indications are... Drivers front to back are taking it seriously and really, really protecting their gear and making a serious effort at it. And it's got to translate into ticket sales. JR, this has been great catching up with you. Hit those sponsors, kid. You won four races. They got to mean a ton.
7: Yeah, I got obviously a few. I got ATVD Boat, which is up Beach, uh, H2Go Mobile Wash, a good friend of mine from high school, and uh, Transactal Heavy Duty Truck and Trailer Park, Cambridge Rigging, Equipment Express. Uh, Car Care from Cambridge and Kitchener and, uh, my whole team and their families and, uh, I gotta thank everybody at McCall Enterprise who lays their fingers on this car when I need the help and, uh, man, it feels great to be back in that ride.
1: Hey, uh, one quick final question for you. Are you gonna come and join us Tuesday night at the Big O, uh, to watch your, uh, the series you used to run in and win in and you were a champion back in 2006. you gonna come and see him on dirt at the Big O?
7: Uh, Laura and I were talking about that, but with the kids, what is it, 940 start? That's pretty late for the girls, so unless we find a sitter, I might have to sit out on this one, but I really want to go. Um, I've obviously always been a big dirt fan, big sprint car fan. You know, uh, Glenn Stires gave me an opportunity to drive his car, and, and I always felt like if I had a little more coaching, I, I probably would have made the transition because he, uh, he lightened up, uh, my spirit and, and, his, and, um love for dirt so we'll see if i can get there or not but uh as of right now uh i gotta put the girls to bed well before
1: that i gotcha i know when you were out there in that sprint car it was sky dirt sky dirt every time you hit the gas it hit the brake incredible jr you're one of the best kid uh thanks so much for the time tonight on race time and congratulations go get win number five Awesome. Thanks, guys. You awesome. betcha. J.R. Fitzpatrick, driver of the 84. Uh, we're going to hit this quick break. When we come back, we're going to switch the conversation over to that NASCAR Pindy's debut at us weekend. We're going to do it first with a guy that will be behind the wheel of the zero car with the ultimate inexperience on dirt. Glenn Starr is going to join us, and then we're going to catch up with the GM of the Speedway to get you all the details you're going to need to know about Monday And Tuesday coming up So don't go anywhere We'll be back in just a moment It's time to get back to the racetracks For over 30 years Quick quick fire starters Have fueled this sport On and off the track Making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your quick, quick fire starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick, quick fire starters. No harmful chemicals and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick, quick fire starters. The world's best fire
5: starter. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home. From two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order.
1: Tonight's race time radio is fueled by... AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. It's one of the most anticipated races of the year. And Race Time Radio will be live before they go green. It's the NASCAR Pinty Series on dirt for the first time at Weekend Speedway. We'll get you the latest from the big O. Comments from drivers before the duel in the dirt. It's all live Tuesday, August 16th. From 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern, only on Sirius XM Channel 167.
5: If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hey, Hear rare interviews and performances. Oh. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home away from home. Great to meet you. E Street Radio, Sirius XM, Channel
9: 20. No one else, only you, Mr. Never Say Die. Your eight-year-old car running like new? That's all you. And your friend, Mr. Transmission. Transmissions, that's their specialty. Over 350 different types, making Mr. Transmission Canada's undisputed transmission and technology expert. Book your free multi-check inspection at your local Mr. Transmission to keep it running smoothly. How long will your car last? As long as you want it to. Thanks to your friend.
1: Join us live from Penticton Speedway, Saturday, August 20th, at 7 p.m. Pacific. It's twin 100s for the RS1 Cup Series, all presented by Avion Motorsports. With drivers like the 09 of Riley Siebert, the 24, Sean McIntosh, the 42 car, Cameron Haley. It's the last chance on the oval for teams to pocket Super Seal Championship points. For tickets and info, get to PantictonSpeedway.com or join us live Saturday, August 20th at 7 p.m. worldwide on RacetimeRadio.com. Gentlemen,
5: start your engines.
4: Welcome back to Racetime Radio.
2: And
1: we are back with you live on Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in. We're doing a little bit of switchabout here. Uh, Glenn is in cell hell right now, so we're going to catch up with him in a few minutes. So we move Clinton up the schedule, and lucky for us, Clinton Jeffrey is all set and ready to go. He joins us now on the hotline. What's going on there, bud? How you doing?
10: Hey Joe, great to be on the show. Just, uh, we're at Micro Sprint Night. It's our first ever Canadian Micro Sprint Nationals for the youngsters and, uh,
3: we got a packed house here tonight. It's awesome.
1: Imagine that. Incredible. Clinton, Jeffrey, you have been probably the busiest guy in motorsports, hands down across the country. You, my friend, have been burning that candle at both ends.
10: Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. You know, as a young announcer 20 years ago, we would have Killed to be doing what we're doing. So it's hard when you get asked to do all this work, not to put in the time, but honored to be a part of it. And, uh, you know, we're happy to do our part to try and push our favorite sport forward.
1: So you are not only G-Force, you and Adam have your show to do every Tuesday night. Uh, Rivals comes up. Fans got to check that out. But when you take that hat off, now you put on the general manager hat of a weekend one of the biggest, best oval tracks on dirt that there is on both sides of the border, in my opinion. Uh, And you do an outstanding job with that, as well as doing the GM role. You're also doing announcing at the Speedway, uh, right at the track. Now, let's talk about Monday and Tuesday. Not only are you busy tonight, but you got Monday, Tuesday. It's going to be huge. We got Sprint Car Nationals on Monday, and then Pinty's coming in on Tuesday. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we're
10: super excited about this week uh obviously it's been in the making since october of 2019 and pandemic shut us down so we've had a couple years to contemplate how it's going to go together um i want to send a big shout out to mother nature for turning around on us this week and showing that it's going to be beautiful and sunny for the next two days we don't have to worry about that but uh the test went really good for the Pinty's cars and uh we're excited to have them out here you know and then the canadian sprint Nationals making up for the two we lost during the pandemic a 10 grand a win show for the best of the best in the 360 winged, uh, we're expecting maybe 45 to 50 cars tomorrow night for that. Crate sprints are going to be packed house with 40 of them as well for the action sprint tour. And then, of course, uh, the Pinty's hot lap challenge. And basically, they're they going to get two practice sessions tomorrow. And the second one, we have a payout, courtesy of our friends at Quick Wick, to, uh, you know to make sure they get paid for their practice. And uh, this is a practice session you actually can win.
2: So we're excited about that. <laughs> yeah. Amazing! Hey, th- there's a lot of bragging rights on the right uh, on on the line for this. The, you know, a regular. I've seen I've seen Pinty's guys throw tires at at cars. I've th- I've seen them do a bunch of crazy things to get a good PR lap for no money. Yeah. With this deal here, when there's money on the line, um, man, I tell you what, the spin count the spin count should be on that. Uh, during that session because there's going to be a bunch of guys bonsai it in there and especially after all that racing going to take place that racetrack is going to be slicked off and it's going to be a ton of fun to watch these guys try to get after it
10: uh, you're not wrong there joe we're, we're quite excited about it you know because we want to give them two sessions that would be meaningful meaning one at the end of our regular hot lap session before the program starts. They'll get 30 minutes there, and that'll be like similar to what the heat conditions will be like for qualifying on Tuesday. And then by giving them a shot later on at 9.30, that'll give them a shot at what it's going to look like the next night so the crew chiefs and teams can kind of really have an idea of what they're going to see uh, if things stay how they should. So that's the thought process. Of course, bringing the sprint cars, we're pretty confident that's going to make the track smooth, flat, and like you said, slick. They're going to be pedaling it. They're not going to be rocket fast. If you're coming to watch the Pindies cars set fast time, you're in the wrong game <laughs> tomorrow and Tuesday. But I'm a race fan. And I think if you put 24 shopping carts out there with these drivers behind them and they're all equal, you're going to get a show no matter what you got. And um, like I say, the test on Tuesday, was, last Tuesday, was amazing. Uh, we saw a lot of these guys really put it down. And uh, I, I was a little bit not concerned, maybe a little bit timid, wondering what we were going to get. But, The first time Jay Cooker put that Schrader car into turn one and two, I actually went run up to the fence because I heard it, and I'm like, this is what we've been waiting for. (laughs) And then they all got out there, even Kevin LaCroix, and the guys that you don't think is traditional dirt track racers, caught on right away and were up to speed just as fast as everybody else. Sam Fellows looked good out there too. So not the guys you would think. So, you know, that was the other concern I had, guys, is, you know, was this going to turn into a problem where the guys just couldn't grab it? But I think... You look at the, all the big-time NASCAR stuff in the States, nobody's been embarrassed by, by what's going on, and I don't think we're going to be either.
1: No, I don't think you are either. It's going to be an incredible show. Mix in the lights of not only our Canadian stars here, and we got to definitely point out Glenn stars, and I'm going to do that in a second with Clinton, but you also got to put in there Kenny Schrader, that uh, God, the guy has been on dirt since he left NASCAR, and he was probably on dirt before when he was in NASCAR, but Kenny Schrader is still holding a great wheel. you got to know that. Christopher Bell, need not say more about Christopher Bell on dirt or asphalt, and throw in Stuart Fries and drive in the Mr. Transmission 22 car. Uh, throw those guys into the mix and look out. This is going to be lights out. Do you expect the big NASCAR guys to come in and steal the thunder? Or what are you thinking, Clint?
10: Well, you know, when you used to look at the dirt races in the States, you'd look at them and think, oh, well, Christopher Bell and, and Larson are going to wipe up. It wasn't the case. You know, it hasn't happened in all the other dirt races in, in any of the series. Like, sure, Stewart grabbed a win at Eldora as he should have, but it isn't as dominant as you'd think. So I, I think it's really an open shot. If I had to look at somebody, I I think everybody's got their eyes on our hometown star, Dave Bailey. You know, he's dominated everything around. The cars are the closest to what he drives weekly on dirt, being around 3,000 pounds, not the best brakes, not the best shocks, all these types of things that he's used to. So I think if Dave can get comfortable out there, he knows how to pass your gosh weekend. He knows all the lanes. I mean, that was the meeting I had with NASCAR. I I said, hey, you know, this is all great, but how are you going to feel if our street stock guy whiffed everybody's butt? I said, it'd be great. So I said, all right, let's make a deal then. And, you know, it, it, it's going to be really good. I just want to say we've already got three fields filling up with campers. Right now as I'm here, there's about a camper rolling in every two minutes. And uh so if you're not here, make sure you're here. The other thing, the party. uh and After Dark, we are trying to bring back a pit party both nights. That is going to be amazing. We have a big festival stage coming right in the pit area, right adjacent to the Penties cars. And we're going to throw a party both days, like you've never seen.
1: I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, you guys do everything top notch out there this weekend. Uh, speaking of that, is uh, if you know this this race is going to bring in a lot of fans that wouldn't normally uh, have ever seen a dirt race before. Uh, they're going to show up at this weekend. Uh, I, I want them to be there Monday night and Tuesday night. They can't miss the Sprint Car Nationals uh, and and the Pindies race, but. Is it still possible to get camping, and how do they go about getting tickets? Because I'm positive, Clinton, this is going to be sold out on Tuesday night for sure, if not Monday and Tuesday. If there is tickets available, how do they get them?
10: Yeah, still lots of good tickets available for both nights, uh, pits and grandstand sides, along with camping. The easiest way to go is to go to our website that we've created just for this event, it is NPS, as in NASCAR Pinty Series, so NPSOnDirt.com. So NPSOnDirt.com will take you directly to the website. It's got schedules, it's got camping information, it's got the ticket links, and pretty much everything you need to know about this event is right there. Uh, not to mention, you know, after driver introductions, we're going to have two-time Junior award winner Derek Miller performing. Uh, huge fireworks show as we come to green. We're just super pumped to get it on.
1: Well, get your quick quick out. You're going to need them. Uh, it's going to be an awesome two days of action. If you have no holidays left, trust me, you're going to catch a cold. Come uh, later tonight, and you're going <laughs> to be off Monday and Tuesday. Uh, you definitely do not want to miss this. Uh, this is the one. Uh, I said it before, and I'll say it again. This is the most anticipated race of the year, uh, and it's going to happen Tuesday night and Monday night for that fact at us Weekend speedway uh is going to be right off the hook who are you going to take for the canadian sprint car nationals there uh, clint you're the guy that is keyed in on all of this who do you think we're going to see in victory lane for that baby
10: well i mean aside from all the us Weekend stars and i'll get back to them in a second just looking at the two ringers we're bringing in in two of the best teams i mean chris rebel in miles hill uh, cars are unbelievable. He's picked up wins here in the past in this exact car, dominated 50 other cars and done it. So Christopher knows his way around here. Then you got Stuart Friesen, steps into his wife's car, who's pregnant, changing bars under the car, eight months pregnant. They go out and whip the outlaws. I don't care where you are or who you are, that doesn't happen that you go out and beat Donnie Shot in a one-off deal. So Stuart is the real deal also he's shown us. But then, man, the Oshweecan racing has been so Fabulous. If you're not catching on GeForce on Friday Nights Live, go back and watch some of these events because the 360s and the crates, I mean, even our crate uh, race there Friday is going to sell some tickets for next week because Lucas Smith and Mac demand were going at it. Mac came back to the crates. But and the 360 side, I mean, Aaron Turkey's doing double duty. He's quick. Um, Corey Turner's always fast in the other Burger Barn car. You've got a lot of guys out there that can get it done. And uh, not to mention, some of the other guys coming back, I mean, we'll have some of the Americans coming over now that we didn't for the July 1st. They had a conflict with a few races, no no conflicts on a Monday, Tuesday. So, I think we're going to have 50 plus cars in uh, the 360s, 40 plus in the crates, and uh, we got 23 signed up for the Pincy series right now. So, it's exciting.
1: Yeah, Darren, Friday night. I was tuned in as I am every Friday night watching the action there. Uh, Darren, too bad for him. We had him on last week as the feature winner. Uh, Friday night he ended up with a crumpled wing because he got that car over. Was there any other damage that you could see, Clint, to to Darren's car or is it just a wing?
10: Yeah, I, that's the beauty of these sprint cars. I mean, unless you really wad up the frame, they're pretty much all bolts on parts. So from what I could tell, it just looked like he had some problems on the right rear suspension, but nothing that you couldn't fix with a couple hundred bucks in 20 minutes, you know?
2: Hey, you watch, uh, you watch, you keep your eye on all those NASCAR tech officials to make sure they don't walk around and unplug a couple spark plug wires off those 360 cars just so, they, <laughs> so that their cars look a little faster out there. All right? No. Nope. You, you make we've, sure that they don't wander around and do that.
10: Well, we've talked about this before, <laughs> and, you know, I think there was a big uh, concern back at Kyuga back in the day when the super modifieds would show up with yeah. the NASCAR guys and Tony would lose his mind because they were making them look slow. But hey, we, we have no illusions that. A 360 sprint car that is a motor, tires, and a wing built <laughs> to go in circles on tracks like this and as fast as they can is going to be a mile times faster than a pavement late model that was never meant to even get dirty. Exactly. Never mind race 100 laps on a track as big, wide, and as tough as Oshweek. so, I mean, if any of you comes in with those illusions, like I said earlier, kind of in the wrong game. Exactly. But, uh, you know, let's, let's, let's realize what we're watching. We're watching drivers, you know, from across the country go to a new discipline, out of their comfort zone. You know, all of them that complete all the laps are going to deserve a big pat on the back from us. We're just hopeful that, uh, you know, we're getting what we need out of it, and I know we are, and that that's all new eyes. Like, some of our sprint car guys are bummed because it's a lot of promotions going into the NASCAR and not the sprint cars, but, hey, everybody knows last weekend's home for the sprint cars. Everybody knows we do it the best. But now all these pavement fans who've never been to a dirt track that are coming in to see it, and there's going to be a massive amount of them. Are absolutely going to be blown away when the green flag drops and the sprint cars, either division, come out of turn four, three wide and ripping. Uh, a lot of people are going to be shocked.
1: He <laughs> is Clinton Jeffrey. He is the general manager of a Sweeken Speedway. You don't want to miss Monday, Tuesday night. Uh, you, you just flat out do not want to miss this. Uh, Clint, a two-time uh, a sprint car uh, Sprint Car Nationals champ, uh, got injured there at. Uh, at Knoxville, uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't send our thoughts and prayers out to Parker. And uh, d- any update? Have you heard anything?
10: No, I believe Parker and him share the same car, uh, Christopher Parker. Oh, for miles. So Christopher's in the car. I haven't heard anything about my uh, Parker for this week. But uh, yeah, obviously we want to send our prayers. I mean, he's been amazing here. He's won some awesome races here and always been quick.
1: Yeah, just amazing. Uh, now, what are you going to be doing on Tuesday night for the uh, the Pinty's 100? Uh, are you going to be with the mic in hand? Are you going to be doing what you normally do with the NASCAR Pinty Series? Or is this one here going to be locking you down in the tech garage? Where are you going to be?
10: No, I mean, uh, once we get to race time, I've pretty much done all the prep I can do. Uh, unless the place is burning down, there's not much for me to do. And if we do, we got the best fire crew around. But I, I plan to be on the microphone. Uh, the beauty of this is, uh, being it's a, a we're a GeForce home track and we work so good with uh, Joel and the guys at Fuel and TSN that uh, we're going to combine our teams together and uh, we'll be helping provide the stream for that. So, uh, I'll be doing a bit of double duty and we'll have all our best tricks out there to make sure the folks watching on slow, uh, have, have a great show and, um, you know, catch everything but the 100 lap uh, feature. On GeForce, we we'll full coverage both days, including the qualifying heat. will be live on GeForce for free.
1: So are you going to have that drone flyer that you guys always have on GeForce? He you going to be there flying that over top of the cars? Because that shot is amazing.
10: I mean, I don't think we could bring our biggest show to the stage and not use every fancy light and, and trick we've got. So uh, we'll, we'll be working on that. I don't think you'll see it out there in the 100-lap feature, <laughs> Because uh, it kind of gets in the way of TV and a few other things that that some of the higher-ups don't love. But you can bet every inch of G-force coverage is going to be filled with Abby Solomon's drone work. And he has been absolutely... Like, you know, Joe, they say you can find good people, and that's what good business are built on. Well, Abby has been amazing for us to uh, a, a, a hell of a find this year. And he's upped our game tenfold already. How
1: he flies that with the air disturbances that would be coming up from the speedway. How he flies that drone so close... And stays up pace with the cars. Uh, I know every now and then I can see, you know, the, the you know you got the static shot uh, that's coming down the track or whatever. Every now and then you can see that bird in the air, and I go there it goes, there it goes, and you're waiting for that next shot. He does an amazing job. You guys are doing a great job, uh, uh, both on G-force and with uh, all the stuff you're doing. Uh, just amazing, and I know we are coming off the chip for the last two years, buddy for what's coming at us Monday and Tuesday of this weekend. This is going to be awesome.
10: Yep, if you can, stay with us, stay with us. You won't be disappointed. The nightlife here is great. And uh, like I said, the party's already begun. Get your butt down to watch weekend. NPS on com for more tickets. And uh, we hope everybody comes out.
1: And did I mention we will be live from the garage area from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern to get you ready to go before they go green in the nascar pin Tees 100 we're gonna have the latest from the garage area and uh hopefully we can snag some of those fans that maybe don't know about this race in drive time right across sirius xm's uh, uh, socket and uh man i'm looking forward to it clinton i'm looking forward to seeing you and the whole crew uh you take it easy and i know you can't because you're right <laughs> up on it uh,
3: that's a good joke take it
10: easy uh <laughs> my phone's been ringing off the hook i The good thing is we have no APC races coming up next week, and we take the weekend off. So i got nine days to throw my phone in the lake and then a week to swim around and find it. So uh, we'll we'll be enjoying the the time off after this, that's for sure.
1: Well, good for you, buddy. You're going to deserve those couple days off, I can guarantee it. Look forward to catching up with you at the Speedway. Uh, You get back to it. I know you're busy doing it.
10: Thanks, guys. We'll see you soon.
1: You bet. Clinton Jeffrey, uh, busiest cat
2: anywhere, I can guarantee it, Junior. I will say this about this. I, I, I think I've seen him at every one of those spots. Yeah. So I, it, it is funny. The guy. I mean, he he would produce Friday night at at Oshuriken and then and then you know the, the one that stands out to me is I watched Oshwiken's broadcast uh, from a hotel room in in St. John's, Newfoundland. Yep. And that broadcast went late. I think it was eleven o'clock. Eleven mm-hmm. fifteen. And, uh, uh, the next morning I got to the racetrack and who's running cable <laughs> is Clinton Jeffries. Yeah. And I said, how, like, how did you get here? Like, how, how is it even possible that you made it from there to St. John's Newfoundland that fast? And, and they caught the, the earliest morning flight and went straight to the racetrack and, um, just incredible. It's, uh, the guy is a machine. Um, he does a lot of great work and, and a funny story about the drone Josh Stoddy got a little bit uh, a little bit starstruck by that drone. Oh, did he? Yeah, he uh, going down the back straightaway. He goes, "Did you see that? I just about hit the drone."
1: <laughs> <laughs> Keep your eyes on the track, Josh. I said, get in there.
2: Yeah, yeah, incredible.
1: Uh, we are coming up on that time of the night where we throw it back to Sirius XM in Toronto. They get you up to date on news and highlights. It takes ninety seconds. And then we are coming back with you all live here on the channel. Uh, and we have got a great hour number two lined up. We will hear from Glenn Stiers driver. That's Zero Car. He is coming up. And uh, we have also got Cameron Haley out on Canada's West Coast. We're going to talk RS1 with Trevor Seabird. Uh, we got a busy hour number two coming up. But we're going to throw it back to Toronto, get you up to date on all that stuff. And takes 90 seconds. And then we are back with you and I hope Glenn Styles is out of cell health because we're going to be coming at him in uh, about a minute and a half. Uh, but that's what my story is. I'm going to throw it back to you, Scotty, in Toronto. Get us all up to date, will you? And then uh, throw the keys back to me for one more hour of Race Time Radio. We'll get all of our race fans connected right across the country. We'll do that in just mere seconds. Stay with us live on Race Time. <sighs>
5: You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, Channel 167.
1: Racetime Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Racetime Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. Got
5: OJ Elliott. he gets turned into the outside wall.
1: The thrill of the
5: race. He's oh, away sideways. Definitely sliding into it, out of control. It's unbelievable how quickly things can change in racing. You just never know how it's going to play out. No.
4: Insider access to the drivers. We'll roll
7: with it. We're enjoying it. We'll we'll collect as many trophies as we can.
4: You it! All right, let's go finish this thing, baby. It's a new normal. Gotta no. figure it out. SiriusXM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Thank
5: you. You are the man. <laughs>
4: With the two Joes, here on Race Time Radio, on Sirius XM 167, where Canada talks.
1: See, that didn't hurt a bit. We are back with you live on Race Time Radio, so, so glad you could tune in tonight as a quick reminder if you're just tuned in for hour number two. Don't forget, we will be with you live on a special Tuesday night edition of Race Time Radio from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We're going to come to you live from the garage area at weekend and get you the latest after the guys are done qualifying and they've had a chance to be in the cars. We'll get the thoughts from all those uh, different competitors. And, of course, uh, we're going to try and get to as many as we can in the span of one hour, uh, Jerry Paxton is going to be along with me. And uh, he'll take one, I'll take another. And trust me when I say uh, you're going to have tons of information coming at you uh, to make the best informed decision as possible to make it out to us week in Speedway for the NASCAR Pinty's 100. And I might add, the sprint cars are going to be running that night as well. So it'll be very interesting uh, to see how everything unfolds. Uh, But Susie just passed me a note and says we have Cameron Haley up on the hotline, so we can pull Cameron in here. We can talk RS1, and then we'll flip back when uh, we do establish a connection with Glenn Stiers of uh, Us Weekend. But let's welcome in Cameron Haley. What's going on, Cameron? How are you? Good. How are you, Joe? Doing fantastic, man. RS1 Cup Series going back green at Penticton Speedway next Saturday night buddy and I know you're going to be back behind the wheel of the 42 car Are you ready to rock
0: Yeah I'm uh, I'm ready for something better than the last two ra- weekends to be
8: honest with you
0: <laughs> the uh Saskatoon race and the last Penticton race um I mean I don't I honestly don't know what I could have done better um and just got caught up in 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 other people's doing, so I'm looking to hopefully get back out there and uh, switch that around a little bit.
1: Oh, I know. Uh, Saskatoon, man, oh, man, you had a really good 16 car. That night you were in the 16, and uh, you had a good, really good two races going, uh, but it was the lap car that messed you up. Unfortunately, it messed the car up enough that it hindered the performance that you could have had, but at least you got two in in Saskatoon, so it did give you an idea of what an RS1 Cup Series car was all about. Uh, your first impression first. Let's go there. What did you think of the RS1 Cup Series?
0: It's, uh, it's totally different. Um, as you guys know, and as a lot of people know nowadays, it's up-and-coming series. It's, it's quite unique having all the cars prepared kind of in-house by, by Avion. Um, so all the cars are the same, all prepared the same, set up the same. We can do minor adjustments like tire pressures and track bar, but that's about it. So it, really it comes down to driver, uh, comes down to track preference, what what suits you the best, how you can drive the best. And I, I quite like that aspect of it. The cars themselves are, are lighter than, than anything I drove in NASCAR. They remind me more of a super late model, but they're nice and they're still a big car so it's kind of a nice cross bounce between the two they're lots of fun to drive still difficult to drive but easy enough where you can get some good racing so i was quite impressed with this series and uh like i said hopefully we can turn the left around the next race
1: and that's precisely why you're going to be doing more races uh we get to pan on july the 23rd and consequently that one didn't go real well either uh you got tied up with a lap car once again only this time you ramped it off the wall and man you hit that wall a ton you were okay yeah
0: no i was okay um i guess a little bit of a bruised ego uh like you said two two lap cars in two races so um not not my uh not my finest moments for sure but uh hopefully we'll stay away from those lap cars in the next race here
1: Cameron, it is a variety of driver that is behind the wheel of those RS1 Cup cars. You got some guys uh, like Riley Siebert, Trevor, uh, Jason White, uh, Sean McIntosh, yourself. You got guys in the field that have been there, done that, done it on ovals, done it on road courses, uh, trained drivers, if you will, professionals, short track, and in your case, professional driver. Uh, And then you've got guys that, you know, maybe just started this year, like the 94, Jesse Webb. Uh, I can point at a few other ones that are really getting their seed. Um, It's got to be difficult, uh, but it's got to be kind of refreshing as well as a driver in that um you, you're the disadvantage i guess you stepped into was you don't know the other competitors and you got to get to know them uh, and, and that takes time right
0: absolutely it does and uh, and you've kind of hit it on the head there it, it is a difficult series when you got guys who are professional racers then you got guys like you said who's kind of trying to get into to kind of higher up racing and and race some of the tougher guys and you do get guys that, that you lap multiple times a race. And, and unfortunately they're just, uh, again, not as experienced as some of us up front. So it does get difficult trying to get around them. And obviously it's, it's proved difficult. Like you said, there's a learning curve to, to, I guess, to me to see who you can race closely or who you can't. But um, <laughs> between my dad and I, who's, who's fun for me, we, we have a bit of a game plan going in the next race. So hopefully we can, uh, or I can execute a little bit better and, uh, I guess give be a little bit more patient around and give myself more room, and uh, hopefully just be able to stay in the lead, because I, I think I crashed out of both races from the lead.
1: So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tough, tough deal. Uh, you you got to well know that the RS1 Cup Series, for those that don't realize... Uh, the RS1 Cup Series, all prepared by Avion Motorsports. Uh, These drivers, Cameron included, arrive and drive. Uh, There's no transportation of the car, no preparation of the car. Uh, The teams aren't doing that. Avion Motorsports literally does everything bumper to bumper on the car, including transporting it to the track and taking it back. The driver arrives with the helmet in bag, Put on head, gets in, drives the race, literally steps out on pit road after, and you head for the rental car or your own vehicle, uh, and then uh, that, that, that's it. That's your day. Uh, have you had anyone, any of the young drivers, Cameron, uh, they got to look up to you, man. You were in a, in a truck for a long time. You did a lot of really good high-profile races, including winner of the Battle of the Beach. I've got to throw that in there. Uh, one of NASCAR's... Uh, uh, chances, I guess, for young drivers to showcase talent, which you did, uh, and you won that one. Um, do you have any of these young drivers in RS1 sort of look at you and say, "Hey, Cameron, can I bug you for a minute? Give me some tips."
0: Yeah, no, absolutely for sure. I, like you said, there's a mix of everybody. So you got the guys like Riley, Riley, Riley Seabert, Trevor Siebert, I mean, like you said, Sean McIntosh. Those guys are seasoned veterans. <laughs> they're the ones gunning for me every week, but yeah, absolutely. You mentioned Jesse Webb. I mean, he's up and coming as well. There's, there's lots of young drivers kind of in the, in the series that, uh, absolutely. We, we chat and talk about stories and and ways to get better. And, uh, yeah, no, it's a a pretty cool dynamic, uh, a lot, a lot different than than years in NASCAR and kind of being, I guess you're, you're really, I guess, segregated into your own group. It's just you, your team and, You don't really get to talk and and discuss with other drivers. and This series is kind of unique because you kind of have everybody, again, that's all prepared by the same team, so it's not trade secrets. It's not this guy did that. It's that guy did that. We we all sit at the driver's meeting and laugh and and see what happened the week before. There's no, oh, you did that to your car, you did that to the car. So it's definitely a neat dynamic, and it uh, brings a little camaraderie to the the guys versus uh, having everything so segregated.
1: And how cool is that? You and your dad back together again. Uh, that, that's what excites me. Uh, the two of you guys, uh, that's how you grew up. Uh, I was there at Edmonton, Edmonton International watching you win in a baby grand and in a late model. Well, it was your mom and dad that I was talking to in the pits, not you as a driver. You were right busy jumping back and forth. Uh, but uh, the, how cool is it that you guys as a family are back together? You're back at the racetrack. Uh, and that's, that's got to be special moments. And now your extended family, uh, that, uh, you've created, that's got to be real cool.
0: Absolutely. It is. Uh, I mean, obviously, like you said, Dad and I have a, have a rich history. I mean, back from when I started racing, I mean, all the way up to NASCAR spotting for me and obviously being at the track every weekend. So it's been a lot of fun doing that. And yeah, my, my entire family, my sisters have been out. My mom's been out. And yeah. You mentioned my family now, my wife and three kids, they never really got to see me do what I did with, with NASCAR and racing. So to have them at the track and, and supporting me, it it almost means, means more to me now than, than the racing, but, um, I love having them at the track and, uh, it gives me that extra little bit of motivation to, uh, to do well.
1: You know, the fans at Yakima would still cringe when they hear the words Cameron Haley, because you went in and stole the thunder when you guys would go south.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, uh, it seems like a lot of years ago, but I mean, lots of great memories down there. I mean, we've, we've, we've talked a lot of times and I mean, I'm, I'm 26 now and I, I can't remember when we first started talking 13, 14 years old and the things I've been and done, uh, as a, as, still as a kid is absolutely baffling and won so many cool races and been a part of so many things. And it's cool to be, uh, in this Avi our RS1 Avion series and, uh, no, it's lots of racing, lots of history, and uh, I guess we're starting a new chapter
8: here.
2: Uh, well, now we, we couldn't have you on the air and not talk about uh, some some fun stuff here. Anything new coming down the pipe uh, on the cabinet side? Uh, you know, for the man cave, for the garage area. Uh, anything anything new that's, uh, that's sticking out in your mind uh, from from the cabinets by Haley?
0: Not nothing too new. Just just building the same great uh, quality cabinets we always have. We've uh, we've been in business now for for almost 15 years and and going on more. And we've uh, I mean the last two years has been absolutely amazing for us. Tons of uh, support both in in Canada and the U S. Uh, we recently got some uh, some cabinets in Toyota Racing Development, brand new development center. So uh, really cool to kind of finally see some of the payoff with with the NASCAR stuff in our company. So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, high quality toolboxes is what we've always done and, uh, we'll continue to do. And it's cool to have it back on the car and, uh, hopefully we can, uh, spread the word, uh, in Canada because I, I didn't get a whole, whole lot of time to do that before moving down south. <laughs> absolutely. Now, you
1: stick it in victory lane. It'll go a long way to spreading the word. <laughs> I can guarantee it. Sharing sure, the love, if you will, for cabinets by Haley. Uh, absolutely. it's, uh, g- gonna be interesting. You're in the 42 again this coming weekend at Penticton, right?
0: Absolutely, I've. Uh, they kind of gave me a number choice, and, uh, and unfortunately, Sean McIntosh there stole. I not stole. He had it first, I guess. But my my beloved twenty four. So. I said, hey, I like the numbers together, so let's just switch the two. So 42 is what I'm going to stick with here.
1: <laughs> ah, that's how you come. I was wondering how you come up with the 42. We'll have to remind uh, the listeners and the viewers uh, come Saturday night. That's how cabinets her, But that, that's how uh, Cameron came up with the uh, 42 because they're used to seeing you in the 24 all the way through. But, uh, hey, it's going to be a cool race come Saturday night. When do you and Posky head out the door?
0: We're uh, we're headed out Friday, we're actually uh, measuring up RS1's new shop for hopefully some nice garage cabinets in there, so we'll do that Friday, and come Saturday it's race time, so uh, excited to uh, get down there.
1: Wow, it's going to be awesome taking a look at the forecast, I hate doing that early, but I have to take a look <laughs> at it, and it looks absolutely awesome. You better throw your cool suit in, buddy, it's a little warmer in BC than what it is out in Alberta, or even here in Ontario these days.
0: Yeah, no, lots of, lots of hydration this week. Uh, it is definitely going to be a toasty one. So we, uh, we will be prepared
1: 100%. No burning up the motor, the, the bicycle, no doing laps and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, you start, you kick back and take it easy. Tell the old boy to take it easy on you, uh, for the first part of the week and then you can really get out there and let her rip on Saturday.
0: Absolutely, 100%.
1: Cameron, this has been a blast catching up with you. Uh, no, I look forward to uh, getting together with you come Saturday at Penticton Speedway. Uh, it's going to be another one of those great RS One Cup Series races. Even better with you in it, buddy.
0: You bet. We will see you guys there, and uh, let's uh, let's go get a win here again.
1: <laughs> ah, well, we'll be tuned in watching you. <laughs> That's for sure. Thanks so much, Cameron. No problem. Thanks for having me on, guys. You betcha. Cameron Haley, RS1 Cup Series. Uh, He had two real good races going. Uh, but then he ran into trouble. Let's see if he can... Uh, well, I think I seen you, Junior, with a post out the other day uh, when it came time for study at Sunset. You said redemption. <laughs> Maybe this is going to be Cameron Haley's
2: redemption race. Well, I tell you what, uh, I shouldn't have put that post out. Because <laughs> <laughs> it certainly was not redemption day. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, we... Uh, um, yeah, no, it, he, he deserves it for sure. He's, uh, and he's going to get them too. uh, you know, we've seen oh, the post yeah. uh, uh, by Avion Motorsports that, uh, of course he's going to be full time in, in, yes. uh, with the RS one series, uh, on, in an on, ongoing basis. So, uh, um, he's definitely going to be running up front. He's a front runner. Um and uh, he you, you'll you pack away a few victories uh, in, in that RS one series uh, without without a question. Uh, just gotta knock the rust off. You gotta you gotta understand. Yeah. he's got a little bit of rust built up there from uh, you, uh, you know a few years sitting on the sidelines. You'd never know you would never it. know it. You. No,
1: exactly. When you when you see him at the Saskatoon, I kind of thought that too, right? Like it's been, I don't know, three years. I think a little better than three years since he stepped out of that. Uh, Thor Sport truck down in the uh, truck series. Yep. So I kind of anticipated the same thing. He had not been behind the wheel of any race car since he left. Yeah, So I kind of thought, well, it's going to take him, you know, maybe a Racer 2, it's Twin 100s. Uh, maybe Cameron not be the guy to take in race number one. And lo and behold, the guy ignited right out of the gate, and he was competitive all day until he got tied up, and he, you know, did a little
2: damage to the car, which uh, knocked the but toe that's, out. But that's and, the rest that we talk about. Yeah, you it did, is. You never it forget. Is. You never forget how to drive a race car. You know, it's somebody who is decent behind the wheel. You look at a guy like Brian Cathcart. He's out there, and he took yeah, a yeah, a yeah. bunch of years off from driving race cars. Um, he's back out there now. He's not he's not running up front with with ranger and and gamirand and and Dumoulin and all right, those guys right, right. um but he, he doesn't forget how to drive a race car no. by any stretch no. um it's no different than putting you know a guy like Andy Schmidt behind the wheel um, of of a race car junior right. Hanley, you put him behind the wheel right now of a race car. he would go there and make time yes he um, would. but uh, you know it 's the the rust that we talk about is those little things and and getting involved with a lap car is is a sign of that rust right yep. so yep. I, and I think Cameron would be the first person to to say that and and uh, you know when you when you look at it. Uh, you get back into the groove of things, you get back into the rhythm, um, and uh, it all comes flooding back for sure. But uh, um, looking forward to seeing what Cameron can do. And, and uh, you know, it's such a cool series. No. Uh, incredible. Unreal. We're going to hit this break. When we come back, we're either
1: going to have Glenn Stiers, uh like I've been promising you since about an hour ago. Uh, we're going to have him. Now, hopefully he's out of cell hell. Uh, either that or we're going to have Trevor Siebert. We're going to have both those guests before the end of the night. I can tell you that much. But we're going to hit this break and we will be back. Stay with us live tonight on Racetime Radio, Sirius XM, channel 167.
3: Come on,
5: wake up. I got a little money coming my way. We got to get out of here.
9: Find me some cigarettes, little whiskey and
5: beef. From coast to coast, coast, coast to coast, you're listening to Canada to Talks. Canada Talks.
1: Join us live from Penticton Speedway, Saturday, August 20th at 7 p.m. Pacific. It's Twin 100s for the RS1 Cup Series, all presented by Avion Motorsports. With drivers like the 09 of Riley Sieber, the 24, Sean McIntosh, the 42 car, Cameron Haley. It's the last chance on the oval for teams to pocket Super Seal Championship points. For tickets and info, get to PantictonSpeedway.com or join us live Saturday, August 20th at 7pm worldwide on RacetimeRadio.com.
9: No one else. Only you, Mr. Never Say Die. Your 8-year-old car running like new? That's all you. And your friend, Mr. Transmission. Transmissions, that's their specialty. Over 350 different types. Making Mr. Transmission Canada's undisputed transmission and technology expert. Book your free multi-check inspection at your local Mr. Transmission to keep it running smoothly. How long will your car last? As long as you want it to. Thanks to your friend.
1: Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. BP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Epic Racewear. Look. Feel. Be epic.
9: At epicracewear.ca
5: now, a flashback in Canadian
4: music history. Here's Eric Elper.
9: Rush holds a special place in our hearts and in the record books. They've sold more than 40 million copies around the world. They have a star in the Hollywood Rock of Fame, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and Officers of the Order of Canada. And they've released 24 gold records and 14 platinum albums, placing them fifth for the most consecutive gold or platinum studio albums by any rock band.
1: It's one of the most anticipated races of the year. And Race Time Radio will be live before they go green. It's the NASCAR Pinty Series on dirt for the first time at Us Weekend Speedway. We'll get you the latest from the Big O. Comments from drivers before the Duel in the Dirt. It's all live Tuesday, August 16th from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Only on Sirius XM Channel 167.
4: From the high banks of Daytona, we cover it all. Ooh, that's going to leave a mark. And now, back to the Joes.
5: Hey, shake and bake, Cal. Woo! Shake and
4: bake. And here on Race Time Radio.
1: And we are back with you live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks, just like we will be. Tuesday night, yes, I said Tuesday night, from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern, all live on Sirius XM Channel 167, live from the garage area at Oswekin Speedway just ahead of the Pinty's 100. Uh, It's going to be a a wild, wild time, I can guarantee you that. Then, then I'll tell you, Jerry Paxton and I, uh, we get ourselves to the Hamilton Airport we board WestJet and off we go to Panticton Speedway to bring you coverage of the RS One Cup series. It's Twin One Hundreds, all presented by Avion Motorsports. Uh it's going to be a great, great week uh, to be a, a race fan. It's going to be a great time uh to tune into Time Radio and uh tune into Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. Uh Junior, of course. You are with the number 27 of Andrew Ranger. Uh, you guys got to be uh, just chomping at the bit to get to us weekend. What's Andrew's thoughts heading there? Hey,
2: man, Andrew Ranger is pumped up for us weekend. Um, that's the uh, that's the best way I could put it. Ranger basically got his start on dirt racing. I was going to say, does he have he, dirt experience? Yeah, he's got a ton of dirt experience. Ah. He, Ranger, uh, Ranger spent a ton of time. Um, in, in carding, obviously now that was on asphalt. Um, but then made the transition to dirt, uh, into, uh, center steer modifieds, right, right. Uh, into big block modifieds. Wow. Um, and he traveled the, he tra- traveled North America in, in a big block modified and, uh, yeah, he, he spent a lot of time in that before making the transition to sports car and doing his Indy car stint. Um, and ever so often he gets the opportunity to go back and uh, run it, whether it be Granby or, or any of those tracks, uh, over that way. Um, Pae uh, has got uh, arguably one of the largest teams um in in center steer modified racing yep um uh with the uh they're an orange car and they they say the word one on the side one so o n e oh um, okay not the number no. one no oh, yeah okay. yeah the number one the but number they one. The, but it says o n e gotcha um up the side they're an orange car um a huge team uh huge tremendous focus on dirt um, now out of Quebec, out of, out of Quebec, yeah. Um, so th- Andrew um, has got very high hopes for for everything dirt, but he will say this about that: this is a big wild card for everybody. Yeah. Nobody really knows what what to expect. Um, I tell you, the the team, um, uh, you know, at, at White Motorsports has spent a tremendous amount of time, um, you know, thinking about. Uh, you know, different things to do with the setup and yeah, stuff the, for dirt has got to be
1: totally different. How about filter
2: wise? Like, uh, you guys have got
1: to change every filter on that car in order to go out there and run a dirt track. I know. Uh, yep. uh, after DJ Kennington did laps, you'll remember this. We talked to him last year. Uh, he went out. Ranger did too. They got a couple of laps in. And DJ said, "Like man, the dirt inside the car is horrendous. Yeah, for sure. Now, how do you keep the dirt out of the motor?
2: Yeah, which is a good filtration, you know, a good air filter, and and making sure that you're making sure that you're sealed off the best way possible. And um, you know, it's it's no different than, than driving on a real dusty back road. That's it's, true. Uh, yep. um, you know the uh, the biggest problem, um, you know, would be cooling." The car, mm-hmm. um, because these cooling systems are not meant to block off. Um, but you're going to see a bunch of different variations. I think you're going to see, um, by the looks of it, some guys are going to run some some punch out plates. Well, NASCAR um, let
1: you move the radiator. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was just going to um, say. Like, well,
2: there's there's, uh, yes and no. There's there's. You know some different locations that you can run. Some guys are going to get a little creative on where to run it. but yeah, yeah. You're, you're not going to be you're not going to be running any exotic setups. Right. Um, there's going to be some different air boxes that you're going to see, um, and and some different uh, air inlets. Um, the pretech um, will
1: be just amazing because they're not going to want to run through a whole race and then disqualify a guy on the first time at dirt. Uh, the first no, night they, under got it pretty, they wouldn't they wouldn't want to do that I don't think the yeah. pre pre tech will be uh, I would say probably real real rigorous in the Pindy series
2: yeah but I think that you're gonna see. You know a, a, a few general variations within the rule book um that that you're gonna that you're gonna see uh they call it uh, underwear yeah. <laughs> um but uh it's kind of like a bra that goes on the outside right uh, Arca right. cars run them uh, some of the truck guys run them uh then you're gonna see some punch plates uh setups where um you know they they uh, allow a large volume of air uh but they don't they don't get clogged up. Um, and then you're going to see some false plates as well, I think. So multi-layer, um, filtration systems up front. Um, it'll be really interesting. Um, but I don't think that the cooling system is going to be the big issue. And, and I'll, you know, use that as a caveat. The, the way that the track is going to be prepared is not like what you see at Eldora no. where you go out and it's, it's a, you know, a, a, a muddy mess for the first little bit. Right. Um, right. Because they have the sprint cars, the Knights of Thunder, and uh, and Pinty's there. By the time Pinty's gets to the racetrack for every one of these sessions, right. the track is going to be rolled in and slicked off. Yeah, um, and now more so that don't at the
1: beginning. Know, for fans that don't know what slicked off means. It means that the track is really compressed, and I got to tell you, from being at weekend and actually spending time with Glenn, uh, like I'm talking a few years ago now, but Glenn explained it to me that he has got a different clay at weekend than they do anywhere else. Yep. Uh, it is unique to the area, and uh, that that stuff does compress. And I got to tell you, the first time I went to Asweekend uh like a dummy right i'm used to going to asphalt tracks and what do i wear is my white race time radio dress shirt uh it's got race time on one side sirius xm on the other i'm pretty proud going in and i never thought of it until we walked inside the gate and uh, i could see a little bit of dust flying in the air going into the pits and i went oh no I should have wore something else other than this white shirt. I'm going to look like I just got dragged through the mud here in about a half hour. I thought, dumb move Chisholm. Well, I got to tell you that after I got in and got into the pit area and got into the garage area, and then after I was done doing my thing, got up into the pit grandstand, I sat. uh, I'll never forget it. Mom and I, Sue and I. Um, and we sat with Kim Banyard and, uh, Albert. We sat on the second row from the top in the grandstand. And, uh, I said, Kim, I'm look at this. I still got my white shirt on and I'm not covered in dirt. She goes, "Nah, you won't be. Yeah. I said, really? We're sitting this close to the track now. I'm bound to get it. And I kid you not at the end of that night of racing and they ran a full
2: program yeah. I didn't have any on me at all. Yeah. At all. Now, couldn't believe it. They, they have. It depends on the summer. depends on how sure. the weather patterns oh, yeah. are and stuff like that. I have had a couple, you know, spending time with Glenn at the racetrack. He said that they have had a little bit of trouble keeping the moisture in the track this year. Um, just because it's been dried out. And he, he said they've been trying a bunch of different things this year that they've never had to do before uh, to get it. So there have been a couple of dusty nights. Um, and by the sounds of it, you know, with all the sprint cars that are going to be there the night before, yeah. all the sprint cars that are yeah, going to yeah. be there, you you should expect, uh, you know, it to, to dust out pretty good. Um, it, it should dry out, um, you know, by just with the, the weather, the way that the weather looks yes. from here until now. It looks um, dry, man. Yeah, She looks looks dry. But uh, um, no, it'll be. I think that uh, you couldn't ask for a better setting, a better racetrack for this to be hosted at for that very reason. Uh, They do have a really nice clay, and and it does. uh, I think that it's going to grip up in a hurry. Yeah,
1: when it slicks up, like you say. Uh, that is hardening up of the racetrack. And at that the, point, that's when the rubber starts sticking to it. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And, and then
2: watch these the, cars hook up. The thing that's – that and and I think that there's a lot of apprehension within the NASCAR Pinty's garage area right. is if the track starts rutting. You know, oh, it's, yeah. it's normal for it – with sprint cars, it's normal with uh, with different types of race cars being on the racetrack uh, for the racetrack to actually rut up and get to get ruddy, you know, to get bumps, right? right. Um, and if it does that, and these teams get too aggressive on going too light on the rear suspension setups, right? Um, axles could be an issue with within within the Pinty Series, right. and and I think that it, it, it's going to be a conservation um, of of not only tire because these these grabber tires are extremely hard. Mm -hmm. Um, but because they're so hard, um, if it's real slicked off like that, they'll chunk. So I think that, that even though the tire is extremely hard, tire, uh, management is, is going to be a big part of, of what you watch out on that racetrack. Um, and I think that equipment, uh, preservation, not only wrecks and and things like that, right. Right. But if the track starts running up and you start loading and unloading those axles, I've seen a lot of Pinty's axles break just leaving pit road. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and you know, you, you think about Mossport. You think about uh, some of the road courses that we go to. Um, you don't see it as much anymore because right. they're not live pit stops. Right. But when they would go from concrete to asphalt, um, uh, you know, you you would snap a, a right rear axle or snap a left rear axle. Um, and And I wouldn't doubt that you see some of that if the track ruts up. If it doesn't, on the opposite side, if it stays smooth as glass... You're going to see probably one of the best Penties races that you've ever seen in your yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. Because side by side. No problem
1: there. You can go two and three wide. Oh, absolutely. Seen it. Seen yep. it. Yep. There, and and, and those, sprint, be guys, cars, those yep. sprint cars totally sideways on the racetrack, and they all fit. Yep.
2: So it's a big wide... They call it the big O for a reason. It yep. is a big, big O. Yep. Now, you're not going to see... If you're picturing... You know, a dirt race, and you're picturing sprint cars side by side, yeah, uh, or or side by side sliding, you know, completely sideways, Um, or dirt late models completely sideways, side (laughs) by side, three wide, sideways. You're not going to see that. I don't think out of these penny cars. Um, By all accounts, (laughs) I think what you're going to see is is uh, guys fighting for forward drive and, and forward grip. Trying to keep the car as straight as possible on entry and on exit, right. uh, kind of like driving on a really slick asphalt racetrack um, so it 's going to be really interesting it you know the the guys who are uh, supreme at car control mm. are going to rise to the top uh, and and will be there at the end of this deal and you know guys that aren 't dirt ringers, Kevin lacroix is a name, yeah, his car control in the rain. Is second to none. Right, he is right, absolutely right. incredible to watch in the rain, um, and and if you are good in the rain, you're going to be phenomenal on the dirt. Um, but guys like him, Andrew Ranger, uh, Alex Tagliani, LP Dumoulin, uh, those guys are going to be absolutely stellar and lights out. You mix in there the guys who know what to expect, like Stuart Friesen and Kenny Schrader and, uh, and even Stiers. D.J. Kennington, Glenn Yeah, um, Man, you are in for a barn burner of a show, and I can't wait to see uh, you know all of the things that come out from this race. Yeah. It's going to be incredible. It will be.
1: We're going to hit our final break of the night, and then uh, we're going to see who we get on the other side of the break But we will definitely talk our S1 Cup Series on the other side, uh, whether we have Trevor or we don't. we got lots still to come here tonight on Race Time. Stay with us.
5: Poor pitiful me, roaming through them trees. Won't you help me out in the north country? Underneath them pines, in the green flush scenery. From coast to coast, coast, coast to coast, you're listening to Canada Talks. to Canada Talks.
1: Racetime Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Racetime Radio broadcast crew, also by the Wooden Door Bistro.
6: Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere, doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. If you stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how.
5: It's
1: one of the most anticipated races of the year. And Race Time Radio will be live before they go green. It's the NASCAR Pinty Series on dirt for the first time at Us weekend speedway. We'll get you the latest from the big O. Comments from drivers before the duel in the dirt. It's all live, Tuesday, August 16th, from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern, only on Sirius XM Channel 167.
9: No one else, only you, Mr. Never Say Die. Your eight-year-old car running like new? That's all you. And your friend, Mr. Transmission. Transmissions, that's their specialty. Over 350 different types, making Mr. Transmission Canada's undisputed transmission and technology expert. Book your free multi-check inspection at your local Mr. Transmission to keep it running smoothly. How long will your car last? As long as you want it to. Thanks to your friend.
1: Join us live from Penticton Speedway, Saturday, August 20th, at 7 p.m. Pacific. It's twin 100s for the RS1 Cup Series, all presented by Avion Motorsports, with drivers like the 09 of Riley Siebert, the 24, Sean McIntosh, the 42 car, Cameron Haley. It's the last chance on the oval for teams to pocket Super Seal Championship points. For tickets and info, get to Pantictonspeedway.com or join us live Saturday, August 20th at 7pm worldwide on RacetimeRadio.com. Tonight's Racetime Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Andy Nova Scotia.
6: Drivers, start your engines!
4: <laughs> Welcome back to the track. Live on Racetime Radio, Sirius XM 167. And welcome back, everybody, to
1: Racetime Radio. All love tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. And we do go back to the hotline, and we got them. Driver of the zero, we have Glenn Styers all ready to go. What's going on tonight there, Glenn? How are you?
8: Hey, I'm just at the go kart races at a shuriken speedway on the little old.
1: Ah, you gotta love it. Sounds like it's a beautiful night down there, and you got lots of cars.
8: It's incredible. This place is packed. I've never seen it like this before.
1: (laughs) That is so cool. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. Are you all set and ready to go for Tuesday night in that zero car?
8: I have no idea. I haven't seen my car yet. My crew guys never updated me at all um i'm hoping that it gets here soon but i have no idea
1: (laughs) (laughs) glenn you have had an up and down sort of season on the asphalt in that nascar Penti zero car but you have had some limited success and then uh you've had your fair share of disasters as well it's got to be a breath of fresh air heading home onto the dirt uh, you have got to be one of the guys that people are going to have to pick around that water cooler.
8: Yeah, I'm hoping that my uh, luck turns because uh, we've been uh, hot and cold and uh, moving forward and going backwards and uh, definitely been tough.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, it's, uh, But it, you know what? It speaks to the series as well. It is a tough series to get into, especially when you're used to driving a rocket-fast sprint car and then you go into what is termed as a taxi cab.
8: Yeah, it's, um, it's quite a difference. Um, with a sprint car, you can, uh, if you get out of shape, you can recover and catch yourself. And with these uh, Pindy's cars, once they're gone, they're pretty much gone, and it's really, really hard to recover once it's sliding out of the way.
1: Yeah, pretty amazing. Uh, But when you're at home, now you've taken, have you taken a late model around us weekend before? I can well imagine you've had more than just your sprint car out there. Uh, You're kind of one of those drivers that's trained in pretty well everything that's got wheels on it. But have you had many laps in, let's call it a a stock car style car, on that Um, track?
8: Well, you know, this morning when I woke up, I was kind of thinking about how I was going to, you know, um, attack the track. And the only experience I have is uh, with a a Thunderstock, like a street stock. That's probably the closest thing that I had. But what I'm hearing is these uh, tires are really, really firm. And um, they're going to be hard to get a hold of the track. So it's going to be the best setup win, best way to describe it.
1: Yeah, position's going to be everything. So when it comes time for qualifying, I can bet that you're going to want to try and qualify up as far as you can, right?
8: Yeah, the try depending on how the cloud cover is, how the weather is, how the track runs in, um, it really depends on everything in that aspect because you can go out and it could be slippery, or you can go out and it could have some grip. Um, it's it's again, it's just. It's just luck of the draw, you know. Right now,
2: at this point, absolutely, it's a big wild card, right, Glenn? Yeah, you yeah. and I, you and I, have spent a bunch of time together uh, on the road. Uh, it's been a lot of fun this year. Uh, you know, we've we've talked a lot about uh, about penny's racing, sprint car racing, all of the above. Um, but w- every time that this race comes up in conversation, whether it be whether it be just you and I, or whether there be a hundred people around. The number one thing that comes across is the party and the excitement level of the racetrack, uh, and and what you guys have built around it. Um, the The party is going to be at Oshkewican Speedway, um, and and that that to me is is one of the coolest things. We talk about you know festival atmospheres, and and we talk about you know trying to create something that that the fans get their money's worth. The fans are going to get their money 's worth if they come to the racetrack Monday and Tuesday at Oswe and and they bring a camper with them or or they stay at a hotel nearby um, there's there is going to be a party that 's second to none uh, along with a stock car race and and a sprint car race that 's second to none. Um, talk a little bit about your involvement with that whole deal and and, and talk about the, the 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 emphasis on the fun. Uh, being a part of this event
8: well you know what i um i see a lot of these guys getting in these cars and uh getting frustrated and when cars break and you you're not running good it's not fun you can't help it but i'm going to tell you this is a level playing field because nobody's raced this race before and it's anybody's game like i i can't i can't it's going to be the most incredible race because Nobody knows what's going to happen because nobody's been here before. Nobody's been racing on dirt.
0: Yep. They
8: they have never had this happen. Like it's going to be it's going to be amazing. Like I can't even express how crazy it's going to be. And I and I'm going to predict it's going to be 3-4 wide racing. And these guys, these drivers in these Pinty's cars, they're going to look to the left and they're going to see two cars by their door. They're going to look right, and they're going to see two cars by their door. It's going to be bumper-to-bumper, door-to-door action that these cars have never seen before.
1: (laughs) And these Pinty's drivers do not know the term lift. They don't do that. They keep their foot in it. They want to get ahead of that next guy. It is, you know, the dog chasing the rabbit every single lap. There is no relaxing behind the wheel of these cars, is there?
3: No, no.
8: I can tell you right now from experience, I thought I was just going to jump in this car and run it and be successful. I had no idea how tiring 200 laps are. And now being on dirt doing 100 laps, it's going to be intense.
1: Yeah, guys are going to have to really bring the mental focus and get it all put together uh, to do this. Glenn, will you do double duty uh on monday and tuesday you're going to run in the sprint car nationals and then try and pull off the pendies thing or is it too much of a changeover
8: oh no 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 i've been i've been switching i've been running five different cars different class cars this year so for me to jump from one to the other it's it's really not an issue
1: well that's good that's good so fans can expect to see you uh both on monday night and tuesday night
8: absolutely
1: yeah it's going to be off the hook. Junior, this is going to be one that they're going to talk
2: about a long time. Hey, absolutely, one hundred percent, Glenn. And as well, I seen a really cool gesture. Uh, Trevor Monahan entered the race, and he threw a big GSR on the side of his car. Uh, I seen that big incredible. uh, That uh, that was definitely pretty cool to see. Uh, I know that trevor 's been uh, you know around the racetrack helping you out and and uh, uh, you know and, and being a part of the team and and now he 's going to be out on the racetrack racing with him uh, that's yeah. uh, that 's definitely going to be pretty cool uh, glenn uh, y- you know it 's been uh, it 's been one heck of a season so far and and i can 't wait to see what you guys bring to the table for this deal um the entire the entire uh, racing community owes uh, owes you and all your people uh, a huge uh, a huge debt of gratitude because it's going to be something that we have not seen before and and uh, I think everybody in racing uh, uh, should definitely be there if not tuned in and and uh, uh, I think that the buzz is is going to be worthy of of the uh, the product that we're going to see um, hats off to you man it's going to be fun
8: And we got beautiful weather. Yes. So threatening of weather. That's like, that's huge.
2: Yeah,
1: it absolutely is. Glenn, final question for you. I love the Canadian Sprint Car Nationals. Uh, We were fortunate enough to do it one year. Uh, We've been down there. And one thing that really, really caught my eye, and I know my wife, Sue, uh, along with all the fans, uh, we had, I believe it was the Smoke Dancers on the front stretch uh, doing a blessing for the event. Will we see something like that uh when we get there?
8: Well, we always reach out to them. Um, I'm not sure if they're on the schedule or not, um, but I'm going to bet that they are because that's a big uh that's our first nation uh opening in any ceremony and um and along with the other uh, anthems, it's really, really important for me to to show our heritage, you know.
1: Oh, honest to God, uh, one of the best things I've ever, ever seen at a Speedway was that particular pre-race. It really, honestly, Glenn, uh, from the heart, that was something special to see. And I know fans that haven't seen it, you are in for uh, not not only a great race, but you're going to feel very special sitting out this weekend come Monday and Tuesday night. Glenn, this has, been, this has been great catching up with you. I know I look forward to getting your words after you've done your practice and everything. Tuesday night, all live right here on Series XM. I look forward to it, my man. All
8: right, thank you, and uh, talk to you
1: soon. You want to believe it, Glenn Styers, driver that zero car. Uh, he's got to be one junior. I know he's saying, you know, the uh, unknown, the and it's true. It is unknown for all of the teams including Glenn, he hasn't got a lot of laps around a NASCAR with his NASCAR Pindy's car at that speedway, even though it's in his backyard. Uh, he hasn't done that. So, uh, but his dirt experience, coupled in with the experience that he has gained over the course of the summer, it is going to pay dividends. It's got to.
2: Yeah, definitely. It's, uh He's, he's going to be he's going to be up front. He's going to be the 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 biggest thing that, uh, you know, he's got a bunch of great people that's around him at the racetrack. Uh, Doug Brown has spotted from every race. Yep. Uh, Jimmy Ireland, uh, you know, his crew chief. Uh, he's got a, a wealth of knowledge within the sport um and couple that in with his, his driving ability on the dirt side of things and and you know everything else uh he's going to be guns blazing that car is a is a good good car and uh yeah no they're going to have they're going to have a piece that's for sure um, Glenn himself uh you know it, it, he he just said it you know uh he he thought he'd jump in and and he'd be competitive right out of the gate in the penny series and uh you know Going to tracks where where the guys have been there before, um, it's a difficult road to for anybody to jump in. I don't mm. care. You can pull uh, a guy like Kevin Harvick. You know, uh, you can pull a guy like Kevin Harvick out of the four car who just won and and he's won sixty some odd Cup races. You could pull him out, drop him in a Penny's car in a good Penny's car, right? right, 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 and 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 show up to Three Rivers with a good crew. And he would struggle to win that race. Yeah, and not it, not just struggle to win the race; He would struggle to run in the top ten. Yeah, and and uh, it the same deal whether it be whether it be Edmonton or whether it be uh, you know uh, uh, Mossport any of the, any of the tracks. Here um, is the thing that I'm going to be measuring: yeah, uh,
1: car ability. And you know, we know the guys that are historically at the front. Uh, making up the top 10 in the NASCAR Penny Series. That's man and machine. They understand one another. They are one. Now, throw a different, not a different track under them, throw a different surface and a track under them. I believe uh, man and machine are only going to account for 40%. Now, I think knowledge of the speedway, knowledge of what's underneath your tires is going to pay huge dividends. That's my thought. I know i can 't wait to find out if i 'm right or not come Tuesday night,
2: yeah, I think that uh, I, so I, I think that anybody who has spent time running Penny's cars in the rain, I know the rain on a road course and dirt are two completely different things, yeah, but if you are good on a road course, you need car control. If you are good on a r- wet road course right you live for car control Mm. and and you know i look at the wet weather patterns um at at these dirt tracks or at these at these road courses and some names kind of bubble up to the top every single time and one of the names that is synonymous with dirt racing um that has had a breakout season is Dexter Stacy? Yeah, he Dexter Stacy has had has a breakout season. Yes, he has. He has I got agree top 10s. He has got top 5s. That Xfinity has, experience he, pays. It does. Yep. It does, without it does. a question. Yep. Um, he has cycled his way. He's partnered with a really good team. Obviously, Jason Hathaway and those guys put together a great program. Um, they have, he, his driving style has matured a tremendous amount. And that comes from the Xfinity that comes from all the seat time, all that stuff. Dexter Stacy is going to be a threat to win this yes, race. He is. And, and you Wallace, look at him Stacey, on,
1: even his dad. Yeah. He, he, even he will, his dad. He'll,
2: he'll run good as well. Yes, he will. But you look at his dirt experience where he did good, where he has done it, been there, done that, got the t-shirt, got the trophy. And that is on the dirt. Yeah, and um, you know he shows that every single time that there's a race track with adversity. Mm-hmm. And you look at you look at the uh, the wet race last year at Icar. You look at the wet race at at uh, at Mossport. Uh, the past couple, mm-hmm. um, and he has cycled his way to the front. Uh, you look at uh, you know just earlier on in the season uh, where he he broke out with a top three. Um, which road course was that? Toronto was it? Toronto, yep. Or was it was it CTMP? No, I it think CTMP? it was Toronto. It was when DJ. It was at CTMP. Yeah, yeah. And and but he he ended up finishing in the in the top three there. Um, Dexter Stacy is going to be good. Um, and I think that there's when we unload any given weekend there are a solid 11 to 12 cars that could win the race. Mm. Given the right adjustments, given the right amount of practice time, those types of things. There's usually about 12 guys that can win. Um, This weekend here, when we roll in through the back gate, there are... Tuesday, not weekend. Not not the weekend, but Tuesday. Yep. When we roll in through the back gate, there's going to be 15 to 18 that can win the race. Yeah, I agree with you. And, uh, uh, you know, it's going to cycle out to who makes the best adjustments and who predicts the racetrack and all of those things. Glenn did say that that it is going to come down to the setup, and he is right. It's going to, but it takes the driver. It takes the team. It takes everybody to anticipate what that setup looks like. And, and uh, I think there's going to be a few people not sleep very well tonight <laughs> that are crew yeah. chiefs. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's going to be a few drivers that don't sleep very well tonight. Uh, and then after practice on Monday night, there's going to be even more that don't sleep well uh, for Monday night. And uh, it's not because of the party that we're talking about either. Well, I look
1: forward <laughs> to all of it. And don't forget, we will be live Tuesday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern, all live on Sirius XM channel 167, live from the garage area. Before they go green, we will have comments from that garage area, try and get you some words from all the stars and all your favorites, as many as we can pack into one hour. Jerry Paxton and I are going to work that pit, and I mean, we're going to work it hard. Uh, But that's what we'll be doing on Tuesday night. Then, then... We're going to get onto a WestJet and we're on our way out to BC, out to Penticton Speedway, and we will bring you live coverage of the RS1 Twin 100s out that way. Avia Motorsports presents. It is going to be a barn burner in Penticton. Uh, I shouldn't use the word burner out there. Uh, They've had a lot of of forest fires and everything. Uh, Hopefully everybody remains safe. But Penticton Speedway is going to be the place to be. Uh, if you're out in BC at all this coming weekend, you've got to join us at Penticton. Uh, but definitely, if you can't be there, you can always count on RacetimeRadio.com. Uh, you will be able to listen to that race absolutely free, and you won't miss a thing. Uh, it's going to be an incredible weekend, and we're really looking forward to it. We're hoping to get Trevor Siebert on here tonight. I was going to poke him a little bit. Uh, Riley Siebert has wins in our S1 Cup series. Uh, Noel Dowler has also got a couple of wins to his favor. Sean McIntosh has got a win. You've got uh, the 94 Jesse Webb's got a win. Uh, we got to see if there's going to be someone else break in there. I know I sent uh, Jason White a little message. He was on the podium twice at Penticton back in the July race. Let's see. I kind of think Jason, uh, Jason White, he's got something. And uh, he just may put that 33 in victory lane and uh, not shock everybody, but uh, put his name on the winner's list. And, of course, all of it is for Super Seal Championship points. These drivers are going to be gunning for the win. They've only got the double, uh, the twin 100s at Penticton. And then after that, they got a twin uh, feature event at Area 27 in September to cap the 2022 race season. Uh, So the guys haven't got a lot of time to stick their uh, self back in victory lane. Uh, They've got really four races to get it done, and two of them are going to be next Saturday night, and uh, we will come to you at 7 p.m. Pacific time. That's 7 p.m. Pacific, uh, because, of course, we're out in Penticton, B.C., and we're definitely looking forward to it. Jerry Paxton, it'll be his first trip to B.C., and I know Jerry's smiling a mile wide, Junior. The only thing I wish is you were with us. Yeah, I know. Oh, the action, uh, it would blow your mind, and I know... Uh, you would be able to uh, have a great time with us out there. But I know you'll be tuned in. Yeah, I will be for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Now, uh, you go green Tuesday,
2: and then you do get a couple of days off, and then
1: you go back at it for APC in two weeks.
2: Uh, I won't make it for APC in two weeks. Um, oh, yeah. I'm going to be at ICAR. Back so, in Quebec. I yeah, forgot you got one be, more Quebec run. going to be back in, in ICAR uh, for, for the Quebec show. Um, uh, Josh and and the team will have to keep my seat warm. Uh, for for the Sobble, uh version of the uh, the or the the final race at Sobble. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, definitely. It's uh, you know, we're coming down to crunch time. Uh, you know, I made a post uh, uh, two thirds of the way through the season, coming up on championship and playoff time of the year. Yeah, Velocity's coming up. You know, uh, Autumn Colors is coming up after that. And so uh, many good races still to come. Oh, so many great races still to come. Uh, but uh, this past weekend had a great time, Carson Nagy. Uh, spotted for him for the first time. Oh, cool! Didn't have the outing that we wanted, but we kept the fenders on it, and and uh, we remained there at the end, and uh, got a chance to uh, obviously spot for Josh, and and uh, yeah, it'll be good. Oh, I gotta I gotta put a uh, congratulations out to the seventeen car for winning the uh,
1: Quickwick Super Stocks. Uh, yes, Mr. Tamirzma. Tamirzma. uh, we will get him on race time radio. I guarantee that. Uh, we just had an action packed jam lineup here tonight. Yep, yep, um, yep. and we're sorry, but we haven't got Trevor Siebert really, really hoping to have Trev on here tonight, but, uh, you'll hear lots from him about him and more this coming weekend, but that's going to do it for junior. And I here in the race time radio studio, got to thank Susie Q here. Got to thank Scotty back in Toronto and we've got to thank you for tuning in. We we'll catch you next time, live on Racetime Radio. Have a good one, everybody. See you Tuesday at us weekend.
4: Thanks for listening to Racetime Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig,
5: dig, dig.
4: Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent.